0: yeah right <laughs>
1: his mix ride with me and look live. there'll be a link to the full mix in the show notes today's episode of the Deep bhangra podcast So talks to one of our contributors romi basi.com like organizing vibc and more
0: all right let's get to it so why don't you start off introducing yourself and uh letting us know how you first got involved in the bhangra all
1: right sure um so i'm Romy. Um I've been in, involved in Bhangra uh in some sort of capacity since about 2006 so it's been uh it's been like eleven a year 11 years a now Decades,
0: yeah over yeah a
1: decade in Bhangra
0: <laughs>
1: yeah wow. uh, not necessarily like dancing the entire time is based uh, I've mainly been involved with competitions, um, volunteering, helping organizing. Um, I have danced in the past as well. Um, but yeah, it started, it started off in 2006. I danced for a local team. Um, uh, just, just local gigs, nothing really too competitive. And then, um, in 2007, a friend of mine contacted me. And um, she asked if I wanted to be a team liaison for VIBC, and she was volunteering oh. for VIBC at the time, and that's how, and that's how I got started. Um okay. I was, yeah, um, I was a team liaison for Dunya my first go around, um, and then it was it was a lot of fun um they actually won that year so it was really cool to be like a team like for a winning team my first time volunteering as yeah. well and then Virginia so uh, the All-Stars right yeah Virginia All-Stars in uh Vancouver uh this is when they were when co-ed they
0: sh- when they were co-ed when did they uh stop competing because I remember they uh oh you know they were like a big team back in the day like when I first started oh, yeah. like you know they were on the west, like they mainly stayed on the west coast, I think. But like, um, you know, I, I feel like they—I don't know what their stopping point was.
1: I can't remember. They were like the the ed team for a few years as well. Um uh-huh. I can't. I can't remember when they. I think they might have competed at, at elite the first year, and then I oh think yeah, they yeah, asked, yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah and i think after that they might have stopped they do compete well uh they did compete after that as an all girls team um but i don't think i don't think they've competed recently um they do uh, they do have an academy here uh i do like in vancouver um i'm currently wow. in vancouver right now uh, like just for the uh the audience i'm i'm from vancouver but i live in dc we'll get into that uh, later on in the episode of why I'm in D.C. now. But, um, but yeah, they do they do have a few academies here, for sure. So they're still continuing the legacy, but not really um, in competitions anymore.
0: Okay, and I'm not trying to get too far sidetracked with the Dunia Hall. Um, <laughs> <thing>. but, <didn't, laughs> but didn't their team also have a performance where their music cut off and they finished the set to just... Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. And that, that uh, happened
0: before the before the S C B incident, right? It was like yes. a couple of years before that or something. I, I feel think,
1: like I uh, Yeah, they did. I can't remember what competition it was, but I do remember it was their all girls flu and mm. um and what happened was uh their music stopped and they can I think they continued, but then they were they were given a chance to repeat it. A piece of routine and they they decided to do so with the music. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I can't remember what the result was. I think they did actually play, um, but this was a good, I think, four years ago, four or five years ago it happened, so I can't remember like, too many of the details of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that's a little side fact. Yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot, I don't think it got as. Well publicized, you know, because there wasn't no, an competition and uh you know, but I guess people should know about it if it happened.
1: Um Yeah, that's that yeah, that's happened before. FCB is not thought the only team was happened to <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: So So yeah, you can uh, continue then. So you so you you started off uh dancing, you liaised under V I B C and uh yeah. then you all also won. And where'd you go from the
1: well, like, with VIBC, well, even even before 2006, like, what got me into fungra was uh, my two aunts. When I was a kid, uh, my two aunts were actually on a fungra team in the early 90s um, on the, um, the SSU, the Simon Fraser University, girls fungra team. So um, there's one that's well-known, the so UBC girls fungra team. is actually an older one. Whereas SFU Bhangra girls, and this was in the early '90s. And then I remember going as a kid to these cultural shows, seeing their videos on like local TV, dancing everywhere in Vancouver. I believe they traveled as well. They've got, they went to California and they went to other places as well, seeing their videos. And that's what really got me into Bhangra as a kid. I really wanted to dance. I really wanted to emulate their moves. I really like any party I went to, anywhere I got a chance, I would go to the dance floor, be the first kid on there, and just try to copy their moves. And so that's why really, that's why I really wanted to join a team. So when I had the chance in 2006 to join a local team, I took the first opportunity I got and ran with it. Um,
0: So you you've gotten to kind of see like comparative bhangra from like. Oh, from like where, like really, like in the US, yeah. It kind of like yeah, had was well, like just sort of starting off. Then you know, you've seen the full full evolution of things. Um, I'm
1: pretty yeah, which, pretty much like from like the yeah the early nineties. Uh, um, like I followed I followed Bhangra like competitions and stuff since uh, like 2004 2005. Like when KJ, mm-hmm. even before the KJ days, there was like. Florida with P A Q L. Um this is like two thousand five and like Boston Sangra. Um there are some other teams as well I can't nail the top of my head right now, but like even yeah. the early two thousands I was following it as well. So it's been a it's been a long time. <laughs> okay, like I yeah, thought, we, should, yeah. we
0: should definitely have you on another another podcast just kind of kinda talking about that and how different things are. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's it's been it's quite the evolution. <laughs> um, all right, so um after so I was two years for two years I was a team liaison. uh first year DR I mean, first year Daniel All Stars. Second year it was the DRP. Um absolutely loved them. Um uh, they they were a blast to be a team liaison for. I had a lot of fun with them. And then um after that I was given the opportunity to become more of an organizer with BIBC. Um I became uh the registration coordinator. Um I became the uh liaison coordinator, pretty much so I was in charge of all the liaisons. I was pretty much uh a performer we had a committee called the performer uh performer services, and I pretty much became a lead for a lead for that committee. And um I just uh we uh, I did everything that like, include like registration um team lines on stuff organizing everything for that organizing transportation um a lot of the organization aspect of a competition I was involved with and then um after a few years uh vIBC became a festival just just a festival and not a competition and um I became one when of the. Did you make I, that transition again? Uh twenty twelve was the first year that we were just a festival, I
0: believe. Okay, okay. 'Cause so that's when that's when like UNC went up there, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's when that's when UNC um, came to Vancouver and um what happened was with uh, myself being involved like becoming becoming really close with UNC is that we had a team liaison that was supposed to be UNC's team liaison, and um, what happened was she actually broke her ankle a few days before the festival started. So I didn't have time. This is when I was a team liaison coordinator as well, so I was in charge of all the team liaisons, and I didn't have time to find a replacement. So I was like, um, I was like, I'll take over. Um, I'll become an elite team liaison as well while um, seeing my other. Other um, duties as well as a coordinator. So, um, luckily, like I believe things happen for a reason. I'm not, I'm not saying that I was happy she broke her ankle, but I was like, I actually became really close friends with um, the UNC folks, and I still talk to today. Uh, this day, I'm really close with all of them. So, I was really happy that they came up, and then I, uh, I became their liaison as well.
0: For sure, for sure. And I think some yeah. of them went to your wedding, right? Yeah, to,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. With, a, to the with
0: a fellow yeah. a fellow Pungra um member for Pungra community. But, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Um yeah, so uh, I could talk about that as well. Um well uh, going back to twenty ten, um during like my VIGC time I actually joined Johnny pungra uh, Joanny Bunga was an all girls, uh, Bunga team from Vancouver. And, uh, I danced, I danced and competed with them. And then in 2011, we competed at Bruin in LA. And that is where I met my husband for the first time. Um, my husband Jazzy, Singapore. Um, a lot of people in the Bunga community know him. Uh, a lot of the older, the older generation of, um, the Bunga community. Oh, team you met that, him that, at Bruin?
0: 2011.
1: Yeah, 2011.
0: <laughs> oh, so that means I was because that because he he came and played goal with us on MTV and so yeah yeah and so I I mean I remember Giovanni being there because I knew Barthe and stuff because
1: yeah,
0: yeah. um she like helped us out a lot when we came when KCD went to Idols the year before yeah yeah um but dang I didn't know that was when that was when yeah that is the year.
1: Last the year, um, I'll just say that he completely rejected me when I first met him.
0: So <laughs> oh. It didn't
1: start off right. <laughs> well, I just <laughs> wanted to, like I wanted to be his friend uh, because he knew everybody on the team except for me and a few other people. So I was like, oh, I want to meet this famous. They call him like they call it J.S.K. from BTS. So I was like, I want to meet this J.S.K. So um, <laughs> I I went up to him. I to this day, I remember thinking in my head, you know, be nice. Have a smile on your face. Like, he'll, like I remember thinking, he'll be your friend. Like, he'll like you. He'll be your friend. I go up to him, uh, attempt to shake his hand, say, hi, I'm Roy. Nice to meet you. I've heard so much about you. And then nothing. He just said, hi. Oh. That's it. He just started talking to the rest of the rest of me. guys, completely ignored the shastity. So, like, all right. Maybe he God was shy,
0: you know. Like maybe he was like, "Oh wow, like I'm speechless." Right. Oh,
1: okay, no, <laughs> no, it wasn't that. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, like for the audience, I did. Um, like things worked out well. I did. I did marry the guy. So. Oh. Uh, Angra does run in the family. Like I married. I married a fellow Bhangra dancer um, back in uh, two years after, like two and a half years after that, yeah. Um, in August of 2013, um, we got married. Um, the reception, because we were so heavily involved in fungra was a Bhangra competition without the competition. That was our theme. Uh, we we actually gave up fungra shirts as our... Um, as I as I favors because we met at Fungra, oh, yeah, yeah, we uh, we gave up Fungra shirts. Uh, we had an after party. We had pizza at the after party, just like how like at a competition after you compete, you get pizza. We did the same. Thing. Not, eh? did the same thing. Um, so Was we there kept any fights we, like, at the after party? No, thankfully, we oh, well,
0: thankfully then you there were no. Throw after. A
1: competition. I know, oh, I know. That key that's element
0: that's there. That's true,
1: That is true. Um, well, yeah, and people yeah, and people no. who
0: weren't invited showing up. Did that happen? Oh yeah, that happened. That
1: happened.
0: Okay. <laughs> but I guess you didn't expect that's, that at any Punjabi wedding. So that's
1: true. That's true. You know. that's true. <laughs> Yeah, we did have our groupies. We did have um uh, we did have people who were not supposed to be there that did come. So just a true just like a true after party like a true Punger competition after party.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I remember seeing the um the performance video from it, which was like a collaboration among like 50 yeah. guys from like a bunch of yeah. different teams. So.
1: Yeah, um uh, so, um, as a lot of people who know Jazzy, Jazzy danced on quite a bit of teams. Uh, Jazzy danced on Guardians, uh, First Class. He played Dole for a lot of other teams as well, like Gator, Bungra. Um, he, and he also played Chimsta for Davis D Dynasty, like the live te- collegiate team from California from a few years ago. So he's been involved in a lot of teams. So, um, at our reception, there's a surprise collaboration where about forty to fifty founder dancers got together and uh, created a routine. Um, there were it was mainly with first class and guardians, but at the end everybody got everybody did the ending. Is um, if you haven't seen it, yeah, just YouTube it. YouTube Romeo and Jasmine. Um, it'll be there on YouTube. Every, everyone should check it out. It is amazing. It was really great. And yeah. if you haven't, um uh, at the end there uh they do jumps and uh it's a spectacle to see when over forty people have uh eight jumps all synced. They were all synced. It was oh, wow. amazing yeah. to see. <laughs> it was all synced. Not one person was off. It was amazing to see. So cool,
0: and so um <laughs> is is just meat still involved in funer in any way?
1: I uh, no, uh, both of oh us God, are, yeah, hard. both of us are pretty much retired. Uh, we don't dance anymore. Um, Jazzy doesn't play goal, um, for any teams anymore. We're just, um, you know, life, life gets in the way, careers get in the way. Um, I, I still manage to be involved, like, especially with the podcast, even just like watching Funga videos, um, being involved a little bit in, on BTF. I still like to be in the know. Um, J- Jasmine and I, we still do attend competition, like local competitions, um, in DC. We don't really, we used to, uh, travel, like we went to Philly and Berg, um, to, and, yeah, Philly and Berg, uh, we, also, we, asked, we even went to Bruin in 2014 to sue, um, Cheerah first class and support them, um, but otherwise, we're, like, we we like to say that we're retired now, uh, dancing <sighs> life,
0: yeah. yeah. But, so, but, you know, with this podcast, which people, you know, since this is kind of your intro podcast to, you know, our series going forward, um, you know, to everyone out there, Romy's going to be someone that's going to be consistently on here and yep. tackling yep. some Topics that she's very interested in and very knowledgeable about as well. So why don't you uh, give us a little inside scoop on the type of stuff you're hoping to Sure
1: Sure. Um, So the the type of episodes that I will be uh, Recording and uh, sharing with you all are more um, competition related. So we're going to go through um, the organizational aspects of competitions and Um, Talking to competition organizers and um, going through what works and what doesn't work and um, going through how they go about um, organizing their competition, why they wanted to start a competition, um, how do they create their budgets, how do they get their money and sponsorships. Um, Just like the episode that we released today, uh, something similar to that, and as well, we're also um, – I'm also going to start doing um, competition postmortems. So what that is, is after competition has um, is completed, done, placings are announced, like a few days after that, we're going to talk sit down with the organizers of um, of those competitions and um, talk to a few of the dancers who competed at that competition and go do like a roundtable discussion of like what actually worked, uh, the pros and cons, like how on BTF you have reviews and the uh, competition is asked for reviews. We're gonna do more of a a podcast version, and I would like to call them the co- competition postmortems. Uh, and I think that'll be really informative, and then just see like uh, discussion based, like what like what worked with the competition, what didn't work and um we're also um uh, myself and Angela another contributor for the podcast we're going to talk about females in bhangra we're going to talk about um the main like a lot of prominent females uh who participate who dance in bhangra who are really well known talk about their experiences like t- yeah talk about their experiences in bhangra and yeah those are the type of episodes that I'll
0: be working on yeah so it sounds like you know by the end of it <clears throat> with each you know each episode you're going to be uh creating a pretty solid resource for you know people who are either currently running competitions or looking to start a new competition which we could always use more competitions in the circuit uh, um, oh yeah definitely
1: um uh, uh, it's, it's a lot it's a lot always- and, like, especially with my experience with VIVC, VIVC started off as a, just a one-day competition, and now look where it's at. It's, like, one of the biggest festivals in North America, uh, biggest soccer festival in North America. It's two and a half weeks long. They have over 20 different events. And um it didn't start that way. It started just with a small local competition. So uh, we could definitely, like, give our expertise and um hop out the other... Um, other competitions out there, organizations out there that want to get to that level. Because um, I know there, I talk to a, quite a few organiz- organizers that do want to get to that level where they can do, like, all these big events and throw these big festivals along with the competition itself.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, and seeing yeah. seeing more huge events, like, you know, more events, you know, kind of pop up, get bigger, um, show off, you know, even different sides of Punjabi culture besides, UNRU, oh, yeah. you know, just so, you know, more more Fopnik can get involved and more people can learn about it and uh would be great, you know. So
1: Yeah, uh, definitely help. looking forward. It'll also help like I know there's complaints out there like, oh Bangar's not like Bhangar's not mainstream enough and like such as like Bollywood. So it's like like uh for these competitions or, or in organizations like uh this will help bring uh make Bangar more mainstream as well. Like, these festivals definitely help. Like, this, BIDC is one of the biggest uh festivals in Vancouver. Like, it's really well-known. And then uh, everybody knows, like, this festival happens every June here. And it, bring, it draws out, like, thousands of uh, audience members, like, to the, to the main festival event itself. And if you look at the audience, you'll see it's mixed. It's a mixed crowd. It's not all Indians that are there. It's definitely, like... Uh, a mixed crowd of Caucasians, Asians, and Indians there who knew about the festival and are out there and it's making some more mainstream, especially here in Vancouver.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, I guess we could have a whole side discussion about this, but just thought I'd ask, do you think that the fact that, you know, uh, Punjabi culture is a lot bigger in Vancouver kind of gives VIBC a little bit of a, an huh. advantage in that aspect? Um, compared to, like, say, like, say, like, another, like, pretty Punjabi-filled area, kind of like the Nova, D.C. metro area, or, like, maybe up in New York, Um you know, do you, do you think places like that have the ability to kind of scale and reach this level? Um, well, they
1: definitely, like, in, like, Virginia and New York, they definitely have the ability to like, get it to that, get it to the V.I.D.C. level. Um They... Um, I see I I definitely see it happening with the, like with good marketing techniques and getting and the publicity, they'll definitely get it there. Like um, Surrey and Vancouver are not the only Indi- Indian centric cities out there in North America. Um, like like it can happen in Toronto too. Um, but it can also happen like um, it can also happen in not so Indo uh cities as well. Like it can happen down in Florida. It can happen in Seattle. Um, it can happen in California. Portland. In California. Yeah. Yeah, in LA. It could definitely happen in LA. Um, it just it depends on, like, you, competitions and or organizations need really great marketing techniques. That's what I see an issue with as well. Um, the market, the marketing um, can get better. Um, it can definitely get better. You have to branch out to your local, like local communities, and like just branch out, not just like Facebook posts or Twitter posts or putting posters out on your local universities and stuff. You really need to get out there. You really need to um, spread the word in different ways, and not just what you're used to, not just a like going to your local Indian organization in, um, in, at your university. It's more
0: to that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we can sign off there. And uh, last thing, Romy, if, if anyone wants to reach out to you directly, you know, they want to talk to you more about those specific topics or just, you know, hit you up, add you on Facebook, whatever, um, what are the best ways to reach you?
1: Oh, sure. Um, uh, I've on Facebook, um, I'm Romy Bassey at Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. Um, uh, You can add me at RomeSauce, R O M E S A U C E, I think it is. Yeah. Um, On Instagram, I'm always online. Um,
0: Sweet. And we'll link to your social media accounts and stuff in the show notes as well
1: once we figure out how
0: to do that. So, all right. (laughs) Well, we'll sign off there.
1: Hey, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Bungra Podcast. Do you have any ideas for what we should talk about? If so, email us at bangrathinespodcasts at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the Pod. If you like this podcast, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you get the podcast immediately downloaded as soon as it hits the feed. And if you really want to help us out, please leave a review on iTunes and let us know how we do it.